Welcome to the Bull and Bear Show with Michael McGuire of McGuire Retirement Solutions. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Michael provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. So listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieve your retirement goals. And now, here to help you with your financial questions is Michael McGuire. Hello and welcome back to the Bull and Bear Show. We're with you each and every Saturday at this same time on this same channel. And I am so glad that you're here with us today. My name is Michael McGuire and my two companies are McGuire Capital and McGuire Retirement Solutions. Today's show, I'm actually excited to bring you and I think it's going to touch a lot of people listening. It's called Understanding 401ks. And you know, like many other financial programs that are out there, um, most shows talk about 401ks and I, I think there's a good reason that, um, that it's a topic uh, that's kind of hot right now. And, and it's really the foundation. It's, it's the major component of retirement for millions and millions of workers, you know, of people. Um, it is, it is the way that they are not really forced to, but in a sense, it, it's a no brainer. You sign up for the, you're with your employer and their 401k program and each and every week or month, money gets automatically put into this vehicle called a 401k. And uh, I think there's a good chance that everybody either owns one or has owned one or certainly has a family member that uh, currently has a 401k. So uh, what we're going to do today, though, is is I'm pose this question to you. Do you truly and I mean really understand everything there is to understand about a 401k and most likely mo all of us know that, Hey, we funnel money from our paycheck goes right into that thing called a 401k. And we kind of understand a little bit about the basics. Some of you understand a great deal. There's a, a, probably a majority of you that really put it on autopilot. You put on, uh, you mark a few things, uh, of the investment choices in there, or you go with what, um, your coworker, that you really think a lot of uh, says to do, but a lot of times we do that and we set it and we forget it. And uh, to, so today that my show is going to concentrate on the ins and outs, really get down into the weeds and, and the details of what a 401k really is and what you should know about it. And before we get rolling too fast on this topic, um, each and every week, I am honored to have Tony Shore. And Tony, I want to invite you or actually welcome you to today's program. Tony, how are you? Listen to that. They, they love, oh, they love, love me. They love me, Michael. <laughs> your fans, <laughs> your fans. I had to throw that in there. Uh <laughs> Hey, I, I bet I bet in your early days in radio, you had that a lot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, not so much. Not yeah. so much in your later, <laughs> but 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 in those early days, oh, Tony. <laughs> I'm, I'm popular, that's for sure. Uh, oh, I know you. <laughs> well, are. thanks for having me on the show, Michael. Uh, great to be here. And yeah, uh, I'm doing great. It sounds like you picked out a, a really good topic for us today because. I always have questions about 401ks, and I always hear people asking questions. My wife and I both have 401ks. Most of the people I know 
who are employed full time by a medium or large employer have a 401k or a 403b. So these types of retirement accounts are quite common. And I think this is going to be a great discussion today. But yeah, I have been crazy busy uh, trying to just get stuff done. You know, it seems like, well, you know, I've been working from my home studio for a year. You'd think I would have gotten everything done at home. I would have needed to. But it seems like that to-do list is even longer. My Every weekend, my wife's like, we got to get this, this, this. And I'm like, there's no way we're getting all that done this weekend. And it seems like during the week, uh, so busy with work, uh, it's just, uh, it's crazy. It's never ending. But I'm hoping this year, Michael, is a better year. I want to be optimistic about our outlook. How about you? How have you been now? This has got to be a busy time for you because you've got market craziness going on. Uh, political pressure, maybe changing taxes, and it's tax season. So I bet you're busy. Uh, phone's ringing off the wall yeah. for real. Not only through the show, I don't know what happened last week, but I've had um, a half a dozen calls uh, on Great. the show. I've got appointments set up. And what's been in the news, Tony, uh, for the last week is something called about GameStop. <laughs> It's a, a company, you know, hey, if, if, if and I know uh, you, you probably have you ever been to a game game stop with oh, your kids well, years for ago? Sure. Yeah. I mean, my son, Adam, he's 21 now, but in his high school days, junior high, especially, and then some into high school, he still likes playing video games. But we always used to hit up GameStop, trade in old games, get new games, uh, but haven't been there in years. And most people haven't been to one in years. In fact, they closed the one here. And I honestly, before all this uh, hit the news the la- a couple of weeks ago, I thought GameStop had went bankrupt, to be honest. I, I know that their business yeah. was way down and they were trying to, you know, maybe get investors or find a way to reinvent themselves. So I guess what's going on there? It, it, can you explain to me and our listeners why we're hearing about GameStop and what happened and AMC theaters and these yes. companies that haven't been doing well either because of the pandemic or just because, you know, it's like blockbuster video. They're gone because we have the internet and, you know, it's like CDs are almost gone because we have streaming services. So uh, blockbuster and movie co- or, um, you know, GameStop and AMC, what's going on? You know, it's, it's fascinating what's happening and. Uh, I'll, let me just tell you. So your analysis is right on GameStop. A lot of them has been closed uh really with today's new technology and the ability to order games online and have it delivered right away there's been less and less need so that that company was definitely on the decline and wall street has some firms that are what we call hedge funds and they specialize some of these firms that i'm going to talk about are what, what is called a short seller and, and what a short seller does is they look and find a company that they feel like the stock is overvalued. So they look at GameStop and they say, you know what? That thing's going out of business. It's trading at $20. I'm just going to make sure. up some numbers here, but it's trading at $20 a share. And I really feel like it's going to zero. It's going sure. bankrupt. And so what, what these short sellers will do is they'll call up these large firms and say, look, we would like to borrow some of your clients, do they own any Reddit stock? I mean, not Reddit, sorry, that's the outfit. Did they, did they own any game uh, stop stock? 
And they, the firm say, well, sure, we have some clients that own that. And they go, look, ask your clients if they would loan us their shares. We're going to go sell them on the open market. We're going to pay your clients for loaning those shares an interest rate. And at some future date, we will return those shares. So at the core, the basics, just follow me on that. So uh, And that's called short scenario selling, right? Goes, Short selling, you, these hedge funds are selling shares of a company that they don't own. It's not when you own a company, we call that being long the stock Mm -hmm. it's in your account. When you short a stock, you, the only reason you would ever, ever sell a company short. In other words, go out and, and borrow shares of GameStop and sell it at $20 in the open market. You collect $20 in your account for doing that. Now you owe the person that you borrowed the shares their stock back. At some future date, you're going to give them back. Let's say you did it. Let's make it simple for everybody in the audience. One share. You go out from Billy, who has an account over at XYZ brokerage firm, and he owns one share of GameStop. You go to them and say, look, I want to borrow that share. I'm going to sell it. You sell it. Now you have 20 bucks in your pocket. Now, Billy has an IOU that you owe him one share. He's not going to get $20. He's going to get his share back. Now, Billy thinks you're crazy because he thinks the stock's going higher. So he wants to be long that, and he's more than happy to let you borrow his shares because you're going to pay him, let's say, 8% interest on the 20 bucks on the market value. So at some future date, you think you, the big hedge fund thinks that, hey, that stock's going to go down to zero or a dollar, and I'll go buy it at a dollar, and I'll hand back Billy his shares, and I'll make $19 profit minus the little bit of interest I had to pay. So that's basically how a short sale works. There's some people, there's an app called Reddit, R-E-D-D-I-T. Yep, I'm on Reddit. I and use a that. Bunch of, yes, me too. And and there's a, there's a forum that talks about the market, the stock market. And think back like this, 10, 15 years ago, you were a kid and you love going, let's say you're 15 years old and now you're 30 and you love going to GameStop. Matter of fact, you, you have very fond memories of that. And you, you're now in the market with a bunch of other buddies, maybe a million other people on that on that uh, website, two million people on that website, and you all in a chat room start talking and say, you know what, um, I, I've read that, that there, these short sellers have really sold 80% of all the stock of GameStop, they've just sold it short. And some of the men and women, boys and girls on that site said, you know, that doesn't sound right. That that sounds to me like they've artificially are pushing the price down. They don't care about the employer. They don't care about the employees. They don't care about the shareholders. They care about money. And so they go out and and sell, bar this these stocks and sell them short, and they all get their buddies to do it. I'm talking about the hedge funds. They go out and and contact the media and get on these these media shows and say, hey, GameStop is horrible. That thing's going bankrupt. That's horrible. Look at their earnings. And they talk it up. And it kind of can become a self-fulfilling prophecy. Other people hear that and they go out and get rid of their GameStop stock. So the opposite happened in this news story with these Reddit readers they turned the game on to the hedge funds. They played their own game and beat them. Instead of selling it and being negative, 
They said, let's go buy it. Let's buy GameStop because here's what they know. If a short seller has borrowed the stock, they're paying interest on the value of that stock. Well, they all decided to start buying it. Five hundred dollars here, thousand here. Maybe somebody puts in ten thousand. Maybe somebody puts in a hundred thousand. Uh, maybe somebody puts in you know twenty dollars. They start buying it, buying it. All of a sudden, it goes from four dollars to twenty to forty. Now Wall Street pays attention. Hey, GameStop's in play. All these people, look at this volume. People are buying it. They must know something. They go in and start buying it. It becomes a little snowball. It becomes a bigger snowball. Next thing you know, GameStop was at $4 a share, and now it's trading, oh, well over a 1,000% higher in a very short amount of time. Matter of fact, at the last time I looked at it, and that that's, this stock is obviously very volatile, but um, it is trading right now. Bear with me and I'll tell you. The uh, the thing about it while I'm looking this up, the thing about uh, investors is a lot of times, you know, when you're doing this type of investing, it's not really investing. It's really yeah. gambling. Yeah. Because you're, you're, you're buying. We, we don't recommend this. I do not recommend this ever, never. But it's in the news. It's something that I know you're listening oh, yeah, and hearing sure. about. And, 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 but that stock, if you had bought it a year ago, you're up 5,000%. Yeah, it's crazy. Now, that is mind, mind-boggling. But the, but, but, so, but the real, point is, if I can We're, interject, I, I think the point is, uh, by the time you hear about something like this, you know, and, and we're weeks down the road from, you know, you know, when when it started happening, uh, you know, people are like, well, should I get into GameStop? It, it's too late. By the no. time you hear about something, too it's too late. It's a fluke that some people made money off this deal, but a lot more are going to lose money on that deal. It's like Vegas. You know, it's. It, yeah, exactly. it's not it's not yeah, it, sound it's investing. Not investing it's gambling it's yeah. not investing it, it's not it's not what you do in your 401k no. which is our to- topic today it but but it is in yeah. the news and and we're available give us a call we'll explain things That's like that to you but the but the long story short though uh those long those hedge funds that were short sellers it cost them billions of dollars and the little guy made a lot yeah. of money during this so fascinating stuff we interesting. are we're in that world of, of buying and selling for investing long term. That is total speculation. But I wanted to, to make some listeners aware if they kind of wondered what was yeah. going on there. But back to, back to the show. Um, you know, I read an article, Tony, uh, and I think it was Investopedia. It was. Investopedia had an article about 401ks, the complete sure. guide. And I'm going to bring some points out because it's really, they made some really excellent points. Um, in simple terms, a 401k is a taxed advantage retirement account. It typically provide, it's provided by your employer who you work for, and you as an employee contribute your money. Oftentimes, it's an automatic deduction from your paycheck. And in many cases, we see the employers that offer these products, uh, these 401ks, they will match you up to a certain percentage. So it is a great way to put money in on a systematic every uh, cycle of a paycheck and not only um, invest your own money, but have the company match and uh, add money in there for you. So there, there are two types of 401ks. You either have a traditional 401k or you have a Roth 401k. The primary difference in those two is how they're taxed, Tony. 
Right. And so it, it really comes down to taxes. And I, I think I know this one, the difference. With a traditional 401k, the contributions are made with pre-tax dollars, right? And then its earnings don't become taxable until you start taking them out. But with a Roth IRA, contributions are made after taxes, which means it grows tax-free and all the withdrawals, the interest earned and everything are tax-free when you take it out. Is that right? Yeah, you brought your oh, yeah. game, Tony. That's exactly yep. right. Good job. You know, anything um, uh, or another thing really to note about a 401k is that the employee is going to be responsible, Tony, for picking those investments inside of that plan. And, and when we look at those 401k plans, typically they have what's called mutual funds, targeted mutual funds, target date mutual funds, and, and the, the whole list of all the mutual fund families. So generally you're going to choose from this list and you're going to have um, – uh, a lot of people will ask me, well, Mike, I'm, they're offering me a target fund 2035 or a target fund 2040. What that really means is that's your date that they expect you to retire. Not that you have to, but let's say it's a, a target fund 2030. As we get closer and closer to the year 2030, the investments inside of that mutual fund become more and more conservative. And uh, in the beginning, if you had bought that in the 1990, uh, it was a long way away from that retirement date. So it would have been invested inside that fund full of equities or stocks. But as we get closer, here we are in 21, uh, we're getting closer to that that 30 date. And, and every year we get closer, it gets more and more conservative. We buy more and more bonds or, or the mutual fund manager does and less and less equities. Okay. So uh, that makes sense. And there's a lot more to 401ks than I, I think most people realize. And um, so now I think most people probably know 401ks come with yearly contribution caps. What can you tell us about those? Well, you know, the maximum contribution that you can put in uh, into a 401k this year in 2021, Tony, it's going to be capped at 19500 a year for folks out there that are under 50 years of age. If you're over 50 or 50 or over, uh, they bump that up to 26000 So that is your cap. And uh, that larger cap, you know, from 19500 to 26000 is what we call a catch-up provision. And it's given to age 50 to help them catch up their retirement if they, if they haven't been putting in enough. Uh, if you receive an employer contribution or if you choose to make an additional non-deductible after-tax contribution into that 401k, the maximum employee and employer contribution for anyone under 50 this year is $58,000, Tony, and or 100% of your salary, whichever smaller. And if you're 50 or older in uh, this year, that limit gets bumped up to north of 64500 So when it comes to an employer match, you know, the formulas vary from company to company, but a common form formula that I see a lot is what we call a 50 cent match for every dollar uh, that an employee contributes, and they'll match that up to a predetermined percentage. So a good rule of thumb is to contribute at least, Tony, the minimum to, to capture that, uh, well, to capture that, that uh, free money. You know, if your employer's willing, if you put in a dollar, they'll they'll put in fifty cents. 
well, that's that's a great return on the yeah. dollar you invested. And uh, so we we tell people that, hey, it, to capture that, if it's 7% of your paycheck, if it's uh, 6% of your paycheck, whatever that number is, at least do that. Yeah, you got to take advantage of the match. I mean, that's free money, right? I mean, that's... Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So um, obviously um, that's important in making sure that you're, you know, you're managing and maximizing your 401k. That's a great reason to work with somebody like yourself to make sure you're not making any mistakes that might cost you money. Now, I am curious, uh, Michael, if your employer offers both a traditional and a Roth 401k, which are relatively new, uh, can you contribute to both of them? You, you can, Tony, and but you need to keep uh, kind of uh, in the back of your mind that the total contributions to the two accounts cannot exceed that maximum that's allowed each year. And this year, again, it's 19500 unless you're over 50, and then you've got 26000 So you should note that employer contributions can uh, be earmarked for either traditional or uh, and not Roth, I should say. So the money that your employer is going to contribute to your plan needs to be in the traditional format. They're not allowed to do it in the Roth format. Yeah. And I think that's a really critical point for anybody who's even thinking about splitting their money between a 401k and a Roth 401k. Now, what can you tell us about taking 401k withdrawals? Great question. Uh, the most important thing to remember is that once your money is inside that 401k, it's a pretty big task to get that money back out without getting slapped with a penalty. So it's very important that you set aside, if you're listening to me and, and you're contributing to a 401k, just keep in mind that we recommend clients set aside that emergency fund. You know, a 401k is not a good place to dip into if you got an emergency. Can you do it? Yes. But you do certainly do not want to put everything spare dollar you have inside the 401k because um, you need a rainy day fund, something outside where you're not going to be slapped with a big penalty and taxes to get a hold of your money. Well, yeah, you don't want to be hit with a penalty, that's for sure. And uh, you want to avoid that at all costs. And so uh, how can how hefty, though, can those penalties be? Well, you know, whether you've got a traditional or a Roth, you've got to be at least 59 and a half years old um, to meet a certain IRS criteria that's going to allow you to take a withdrawal without incurring up to a 10% early withdrawal penalty. So it's really important that if you're under 59 and a half, don't touch it because you're, you're not only going to have to, if it's traditional, pay taxes. Uh, you're going to be hit with a, 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 that 10% on top of that. So um, that's really, for us, a last resort. We, we encourage our clients to put money back in retirement plans for just that retirement. So, okay. And then that, that's what you, that's what it's supposed to be for. So uh, again, yeah, watch, exactly. yeah, watch out. So, and I think that's another important point. And this has been a good show so far, but we should probably take a quick break here and let our listeners know how they can get a hold of you. I know you enjoy hearing from our listeners. You heard from a number of them last week. And if they have any questions or want to set up that complimentary consultation, how do they get a hold of you? 
pretty easy. Just give me a call at 405-760-5863. We can just, you know, discuss any financial topic you want to. We can talk about what's available out there in the world of uh, stocks, in the world of mutual funds, in the, in the world of retirement plans. But if you more specifically have a 401k and you really want a fresh set of eyes on it, somebody that's going to really, uh, you know, break down exactly what you own, where you understand it, give us a call at 405-760-5863. All right. Thanks, Michael. And listeners, stay tuned. We're going to be right back with the Bull and Bear Show and our host, Michael McGuire, right after this. Retirement is more than newly discovered free time. It is also a time to reflect on how you will be remembered. Many people want to leave a legacy whether they want to be remembered for an action, deed, or provision put in place for generations to come. Regardless of what your legacy goals are, it's important to make the proper arrangements now. Call McGuire Capital to find out how you can structure your retirement savings to help increase the value of your estate and create a legacy you want to leave. At McGuire Capital, our team can help you protect your legacy for loved ones, provide benefits for charities, and avoid excessive tax burdens. Call us at 405 405- 760-5863 for your legacy planning needs. We will provide you a complimentary retirement income toolkit just for calling. Visit us at mcguirecap.com to learn more. That number again is 405-760-5863 or mcguirecap.com. Tax planning can be very difficult and making mistakes on your taxes can haunt you for years. The good news is that most tax mistakes are easily avoidable. All you need is the right professional for the job. At McGuire Capital, we have access to a team of CPAs and CFPs who can help you avoid costly tax mistakes and minimize tax exposure. To help you better understand taxes, we have The Future of U.S. Taxation, a guide written by tax professional and author Nick Stovall that you can download now. All you have to do is visit McGuireCap.com or call us at 405 405- 760-5863 to request your copy. This informative guide is just one part of the Retirement Income Toolkit, which can help arm yourself with the information you need to help secure your retirement. Once again, that number to call is 405-760-5863. Welcome back to the Bull and Bear Show. This is Michael McGuire, your host, and my co-host today is Tony Shore. Today, Tony and I have been discussing 401ks, and we've really been getting down in the dirt and letting you know the ins and outs of a 401k. Um, Just a quick review, we've talked about uh, understanding there's really two types of 401ks. There's 401ks that we call traditional, and there's 401ks that are Roth. And all that has to do is with the taxation when you pull your money out of those instruments. Hey, we've also went over uh, in some detail some of the advantages of uh, of, of understanding uh, how much you can put in to each year that seems to go up a little bit and uh, no different in 2021 we've had a increase over the years and right now you can put in to refresh you 19,500 if you're under 50 and 26,000 if you're over so want to let you know that you obviously can reach out to us and we'd encourage you either during the show or after the show at 405-760-5863 
Well, yeah, it's been a great show so far, Michael, and I'm excited for more of this conversation. And my wife and I, we always wonder, okay, 401ks, what are we going to do with it? Uh, how do we utilize it? Uh, you know, I don't, you know, most people don't know much about their 401k. They know, hey, part of my paycheck goes in there um, and it goes in tax-free typically to that traditional 401k. And then we're going to use it somehow in retirement. And that's the end of it. Uh, but you have a lot of information for us today. How do you want to get this segment started? You know, I'm going to talk about required minimum distributions, RMDs. And, you know, people are not aware of that until it's time for them to, to begin them. And so what that really is, is Uncle Sam uh, wants to make sure that we, when we die, we have all of our money uh, pulled out of these retirement plans. And that doesn't always yeah. happen. Most of the time it doesn't happen, but they want their what? They want their taxes if they can get them. So uh, you got to realize that both traditional and Roth IRAs are subject to what we call RMDs. And these required minimum distributions uh, begin at age 72. And you're required to withdraw a percentage of your account value. And, and that percentage is based off of an IRS table. It's basically a more, you know, a mortality table. It's, it's your life expectancy. So let's say when you hit 72, based on the table, they think you're going to live 16 more years. That's what the average male in this case uh, would be. Then, then 1 16th, to make it really simple, 1 16th of your 401k must go out. Uh, of that in, in what is called that RMD. So, uh, if you're still working, you know, however, a 401k, um, well, you know, if you're still working in your 401k, isn't with your current employer, it's possible that you may not have to take an RMD from, uh, that one 401k that you currently have that's active and you've got a rollover. It, Uncle Sam doesn't care. They just want you to pull it the, the correct dollar amount for, they don't care if you pull it out of one retirement account or another, they just want to make sure they get their, the money comes out and they get their taxes. Right. <laughs> there you go. That's right. Uh, they do want to make sure, uh, uncle Sam always wants his share, doesn't he? He does. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think this is good information. Now you were talking about the differences between traditional and Roth 401ks and Roth 401ks. I know they're relatively new, but can you talk about what some of the pluses and minuses of each of them are? I, absolutely. And I think this is a good concept that I want people to understand. You know, if you expect that, hey, you know, Tony, you think you're going to be in a lower tax bracket after you retire, then you might want to stick with this thing called a traditional 401k. A traditional 401k gives you an immediate tax break. So if you put a dollar into that, that dollar is is uh, basically a contribution into a, a tax plan that you're not going to have to pay taxes on that dollar. It just slides right into the 401k. And on the flip side, though, in that retirement phase, when you're done working and you're pulling money out, you're going to be taxed at that point on every dollar you pull out. But between the time you put it in and the time you pulled it out, it enjoyed tax deferred growth. So that is uh, a traditional 401k. The opposite of that, we remember we only have two different types. We have traditional and Roth. A Roth 401k, it might be the ticket if you feel like that taxes are going to be higher for you in retirement. And because when you pull money out of that Roth 
and you go by the rules and do it, it's coming out not tax deferred, tax free. So when you put money in into a Roth 401k, you don't get to enjoy the immediate tax break. But what's really cool is between the time you put it out, put it in and the time you pull it out, there is no taxes ever. And so it's a very powerful tool that can be used. Right. And and there you go. I mean, that is that's huge. Uh, that is a really powerful uh, tool, and I'm glad I'm glad they came out with Roth 401ks because sometimes you need some money that grows tax-free, and I think that's important. But now I think it's time to get on to one of the most critical questions when it comes to 401ks, at least when I have. What should a person do with their 401k when they leave their job? You know, I, I think you're absolutely right. It is critical. Oftentimes, people have more money in a 401k than any other type of savings account, investment account, even real estate. So I think uh, it's critically important to know what you can do. And inside of that 401k, when you decide to switch employers or something happens, you know, we all face challenges during our working careers and our working life. Uh, In fact, many, many people will go through several different 401ks. And uh, essentially, you've got four options, Tony. If you're listening to me, uh, write this down. You you can either withdraw the money, simply take the money out, out of that old employer's 401k. You can roll over that 401k into what we call an IRA rollover account. You can leave it right where it is if they'll allow you to with the old employer. Or you can move it to your new employer, to a new established 401k. So like most things in our financial lives, there are advantages and disadvantages to each one of those four options that we have, Tony. Well, you know what, Michael? I think our audience would really benefit if you could give us a quick rundown of each of those four options. Hey, you got it, Tony. I I agree with you. Let's start out with the withdrawal money option, the very first one I told you. Um, Let's just be blunt about this one. It's usually a bad idea. You know, it's usually a bad idea to to shoot yourself in the foot when you've been putting money away and socking it away, you know, every pay period into a 401k for your retirement. And uh, you're under 59 and a half and you don't meet any of the uh, true emergencies that would allow you to avoid a 10% penalty and you pull that money out. You're not only, if it's a traditional, you're not only going to get hit with taxes, you're going to get hit with an additional 10% penalty. So under very, very few uh, exceptions where you just desperately have to have the money and, and uh, it's your only place to get it. Um, with, uh, unless that's going on, I would advise strongly not to use the option of just having them mail you a check. Don't do that. So, right. Yeah. A lot of people end up in a bad situation if they don't handle this right. And, and you've sure made a strong case for, uh, you know, withdrawing your money when you leave a job only as a last resort. So what about rolling your 401k into an IRA when you leave your job? You know, I love this option for lots of reasons, mainly control. Um, When you move money into an IRA, you're going to avoid getting hit with any taxes. You're going to avoid that 10% penalty. But what you're really doing is you found somebody that you really trust and like. I hope that's me. 
Um, you, let's say Michael McGuire, he seems like a straight shooter. I, I, I really um, like him, and I, and I like the fact that he believes in educating clients and understanding. I'm going with Mike. Well, Mike's going to open up a rollover IRA for you, and we're going to notify your 401k that you've established a qualified account called an IRA. And that money is going to go directly into this rollover account. So you're going to avoid taxation, avoid penalty. And here's why we do this option a lot of the times. This option gives you total control. You're going to sit down with me and have the world at your feet. You can buy CDs, individual stocks, uh, individual bonds, mutual funds, managed money, annuities, fixed annuities, fixed index. You can do all kinds of things with that money and have the, the peace of mind the, of being able to look somebody in the eye where your money is. And it's not a 1-800 no help where they're not invested in you and your family. So love that option, Tony. Yeah, that's that is a really good. That's probably the best out of the four, and I would assume the one you recommend the most, right? It is. I it it, it, it is selfishly because guess what? I want to be your advisor, but sure. it's also um, truthfully most of the time it makes the most sense because people yeah, for most people's situation yeah, they want to take right? control. They yeah. they want to have the ability to have no risk if they need it. And quite frankly, there's a lot of 401k plans that the option for no risk is an extremely low interest rate. And right. uh, so anyway, I do love op- that yeah. second option. Yeah. What about what about leaving your 401k with your old employer, just leaving it behind? Yeah. So that that is a third option. Uh, you can uh, contact your former employee and say, look, I'm going to leave my plan with you. And you're not going to be able to, at that point to make any type of additional contributions in there, but uh, you can leave the money there. I don't like this one. I don't like this one because out of sight, out of mind. You don't mean anything to that company anymore. You're no longer part of their family. They're no longer part of your family. And who's looking out for you? Really? I, I, I see so many, I call them orphan plans where they're just out and scattered and they're forgot about. Um, one of the things I encourage listeners to do, if you've got some plans like that, and I know you do, I, I, I know listening to me right now, there's people that may have multiple scattered 401ks with O, just give us a call. 405-760-5863. We'll make it easy. We'll consolidate. We'll bring that into the your family again, and we'll make it where you understand what you're doing. Because, man, if you don't have a plan, then you're not going to get to the destination. And so we're going to give you that roadmap to do it. So that third third one of leave it with your old employer, I don't like it ever. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's, that's probably one of the worst. And some people, even I've heard, I've read articles, uh, where there's billions of dollars that people forget about because they, they have like five jobs ago, they have a 401k. They forgot all about it. Well, they moved, they moved and they didn't update that old employer and it it shows up in the papers lost and found basically. Yeah. I mean, that does happen a lot. Yeah, and then that's unfortunate. I mean, that there's people, money that people yep. have saved and earned and worked hard for, 
and, and then it's just lost in the ether. And that almost happened to me because I worked for an employer for, I don't know how long it was, about five years. And then they got bought out by a bigger company, right? Yep. And I worked for that company for 10 years. So 15 years, basically doing the same job. Uh, but the, the little company kind of folded and rolled into this big company and became part of it. Well, I didn't do anything with the 401k I had at that first company. Um, I forgot about that five years. And then when I left the company that, at, that took over that other company, uh, they didn't automatically, our 401ks, I guess, didn't automatically roll over. And I knew about that, but I thought, well, I'm going to do something with that 401k, but I was starting my new job and I put it off. Well, then that company changed huh. hands. Yeah. So I had, and then basically, I don't know if they lost my home address. I stopped getting stuff about it or whatever, or ignored it. And then I couldn't, I had to do a lot of legwork and I finally tracked them both down. And so happy ending to that story. But the bottom line is, is you're right. Never. I, based on my experience, please don't leave your money in an old 401k. And I've heard the line. You've even said it to me. You've said, Tony, you're no longer working there. Why would your money be there? You're not at that company. Your, your money shouldn't be either. And that's a great point. But then there is another fourth option, right? Moving the money from your old employer to your new one. Right. Yeah. You, you, oftentimes you've got the opportunity on this last option to roll the 401k into your new established 401k. And quite frankly, sometimes I recommend that I'll look and see if you currently are working actively employed and have a 401k, give us a call and let us look at your investment options. You might find that we're more responsive, that, uh, we are more down to earth and we know those funds better than the people that they're at the HR are asking you to, to, to make your own decisions or talk to somebody that really doesn't have a vested interest in you. So I'll look over those plans. I'll help you make the fund selections. Won't cost you a penny for me to do that. And, uh, if I really love some of the match, uh, in there, of course, they're not going to match this new money rolling. Uh, and that's usually the argument to just take control of it and bring yourself. But, but we love helping people with their existing 401ks and, and really, uh, walking through with them what the choices so they understand what they currently have. Yeah, exactly. There you go. So uh, I think that's a, an amazing point you made there. Um, and you really need to watch that, where you put your money, what you do with that 401k. Um, now, we should probably take another minute here to let our listeners know how to get a hold of you. So give us a call at 405 760 58 Six three. Once again, that's four zero five seven six zero five eight six three. If you want to look at my ugly mug, go to my website <laughs> and check check out my company. Hey, I like that. For uh, l- look at m c g u i r e c a p dot com. That's McGuire Cap dot com. And honestly, you can check out and see we're right here in beautiful Bethany, Oklahoma. Uh, we own our building. Uh, we have wonderful um, partners, co-workers that, that uh, work here with me. And uh, my son is part of my team. My nephew's part of my team. That's awesome. Um, people that I've worked with uh, for many, many years. We have, uh, oh my goodness, we have 
I don't know, 70, 80, 90 years worth of experience here. Um, it's amazing. Yeah. You've, you've got a great, you've assembled a great team there and a great, team. Uh, great to work with. Very friendly. Um, you know, we're yeah. not going to, we're not going to talk about the looks. No, we, we, it, we won't. Look, that's why I've got a face for radio. No, no. Uh, <laughs> 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 oh, that's so, that's so oh, corny. Michael. So yeah, corny. I've got the, uh, I've I got love the, it. I've got the cheesy sound effects today. I, I gotta like use those. Them. Hey, I hey. gotta use them. Well, let's keep the show moving. So, yeah, we're, so today we're go ahead, breaking go down some of those key basics of 401ks. So, what do you have for us uh, now? Yes, Tony. You know, throughout the show today, I think we've really done a great job of kind of breaking down what in the world of 401k is, what kind of options there are. What are the two varieties, whether it be a Roth or a traditional? How much money can you put into a 401k? All of that knowledge is so important to have because, after all, the 401k is where the lion's share of your retirement dollars, for the most of the people that we work with, they have it right there in their 401k. So, uh, so important that our listeners understand what they have at work and maybe what they have scattered around because they've changed jobs through the years. Well, yeah. And, you know, we talked about changing jobs, making sure, you know, you do what you need to with that. So uh, obviously, um, you know, uh, there's more tips like to, you know, not accept the default savings rates, right? I mean, you have to look at some of that and, and look at the match and, and what you're putting in, don't you? Oh, uh, well, that's a great point. I'm glad you brought that up because, you know, you're at a brand new um, job and you've got this new 401k and it's so easy just to, to let it be what they picked, you sure. know? And the problem with that is oftentimes I'll see a 3% contribution and that doesn't capture all of the all the company match and uh, I'll tell you something else uh, those fund selections inside of a 401k Tony they matter I mean they matter <laughs> they do and they give you such the problem with employer-sponsored 401k is one of the negatives that I see is when I get the 401k I look at it and it's like you get basic basically I mean sometimes they divide it up some more but it's basically three options high risk medium risk and low risk that's yep. what they call it yep so it, there's not a lot of flexibility or control like you have in if you had your own IRA set up through a yeah, financial it, advisor like like yourself. you have a rollover Yep, that's it. Exactly true. It, but but you know, you're at a new place. It's a new 401k. You don't have the luxury unless you're over 59 and a half. And then we need to talk, even though you're working there. Oftentimes these plans are now set up that you can actually roll that money in in-service distribution, they call it, and roll oh, yeah. it over to McGuire Capital and allow us to be your advisors on that uh, money while you continue to add to that 401k at work same place you're working. So control yeah, and the control. possibility that there's, yeah, control is great. And the possibility that, you know, there's a, a distinct possibility that by doing that, uh, you can do much better if you have somebody actively managing it and really look at your situation and your time horizon, things that 401ks don't necessarily take into account and typically don't. So I think that's good. And, and, you know, uh, you don't want to forget, you know, it's easy to just take the automatic rate and forget about it with your 401k, but clearly there are good reasons to push your savings percentage as high as possible, right? Absolutely. And, uh, 
you know, it, it, it's so important to stack up as much money as you can. You know, these are your working years. This is where it matters. And you've been established. You've been working at the job for a while. Uh, you've created a budget. You're living in that budget. And you've got this extra money. What a better thing, better way to do it than to put it into a, a 401k and grow it. And I want to talk to you about something. I, I want you to, you know, take a mental note of this. Um, how much debt, Tony, do, do we have in the United States right now? Do you, can you imagine? Uh, well, it's a number that I can't, I don't understand. It's like, cause are we in the gazillions yet? Or <laughs> I mean, it's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. National debt is around $30 trillion with this new, oh. new, t- new tax release, probably more like $31 trillion. Oh. You and me can't, yeah. we, trillion we can't even fathom let me tell you what that means though we don't have to be uh, accountants to figure this one out if the country owes 31 trillion dollars how does that get paid back i don't care if you're republican i don't care if you're a democrat democrats and republicans are going to pay it back through taxation i don't care what that uh, politician tells you they're raising your taxes and it's not going to come all from those billionaires who have options unlike you and me where they can leave the country you and me are here working and if they tax you know all this money comes from those multi-billionaires guess what they can they can jet but you and me are going to be driving the truck we're going to be setting one-on-one doing financial advice. We're going to be getting under the sink doing plumbing. We're going to be at the bedside nursing. We're going to be working. We are what makes America great. And I'm not saying that phrase because I'm a Republican or Democrat. I love my country and I love yeah. what it stands for. But I'm telling you, you and me are going to have higher taxes in the future. That's my crystal ball. And that's what I predict. So if you know that, If I'm right, and I think I'm right, I think it's money you can take to the bank, then wouldn't it make sense if you're getting close to retirement, you're not quite there yet, to come in and talk to me and let me grab that 401k that you have forgot about. It's set on the shelf. You have not actively managed it at all. You got lucky. Let's face it. We've had a bull market straight up. Why don't we convert that traditional uh, 401k that that's going to come out at a higher tax bracket. Cause if I'm right and I think I'm right, taxes are going to go sky high. So wouldn't it make a lot of sense to convert it over the next four to five years, 25% of it or one fifth of it, take it out of a f- traditional 401k and stick it into a Roth IRA Let's put it into that. Let's pay our taxes on the conversion and let let it grow tax free. And if we're getting into the distribution phase, meaning you once you're retired, you're going to be taking money away from that retirement savings plan to live. Wouldn't it be great that I send you a check every month that you don't pay taxes on? And you call back at work and they're griping and belly aching because they're paying 70% tax rate and you're paying zero because you pre-planned and talked to somebody that has knowledge that you hadn't thought about. So 
there are ways that we can safeguard your 401k. You have enjoyed one of the biggest bull markets in the history of the stock market, and you're about to enter retirement. And now in retirement, you're going to be faced with the highest taxes, I think, that we've seen in decades and decades and decades, and quite possibly a volatile market that you can't afford. So we convert that money to a Roth, often a Roth inside of a, a fixed indexed annuity, one that has no annual fees, and that allows you to have a reasonable rate of return with zero risk of principal, and it comes out tax-free. It's brilliant, Tony. Yeah, there you go. I think that's amazing. And it's a great ending point to the show today because we're out of time. But one more time before we go, let our listeners know how they can get a hold of you to talk about what they should be doing with their 401ks. Absolutely. Reach out for me for a complimentary one-on-one -on -one appointment with me and uh, you'll receive my book and you will also walk away uh, with a lot of knowledge that you didn't have when you first met me. So uh, reach out at 405-760-5863. Let's talk about your retirement. Once again, that's Michael McGuire at 405 760 5863. Go out and have a great day and a blessed week. Thank you for listening to the Bull and Bear Show. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Michael McGuire at McGuire Retirement Solutions. Call 405 760 5863 or visit them online at McGuireCap.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Advisory services are offered by McGuire Capital Management, a registered investment advisor in the state of Oklahoma. Michael McGuire and McGuire Capital Management are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.